Hello and welcome to another episode of Hues of Love. I think you put some extra ump into that one today. Maybe Hues of Love. Oh, goodness gracious. I'm your hue. I am your hue. You are your hues. <laughs> you threw yourself I'm your hue. I'm your hue. Marcus and I have with me the most precious and special person in my world, my wife and co-host Kisa. What's going on and how you feeling? I'm feeling amazing. It was 89 degrees today. I mean, I'm pretty sure I can't even say spring has sprung because we live in PA and I think it's supposed to be in the 60s by the end of the week, but I don't even care because I pulled out all the kids spring and summer clothes, started going through my stuff and it just feels good to have like warm weather and sunny days where you could be outside. How are you feeling? I'm better. You're better. Mm-hmm. Better than what? Friday. Oh. Were you tired? I didn't feel great. Oh. Really tired. And... But I feel good now. I, mean, hey, like I, I, I think weather definitely plays a part in how you feel overall. Right. So keep up the good weather. Yeah. Come on, keep it coming. Yeah, absolutely. So today, I'm, I'm excited to do this one. We are talking about our five kids and our journey to quite an expansive is that the right word expansive family we got a tribe yes and it all starts with the other day we went van shopping mm-hmm. and when we were talking to um the guy he was like you know what brings you in what makes you want to get a van versus other cars and um, we were like, because we have five whole kids and other cars don't fit. <laughs> whole kids. They, don't, they don't fit our size family. With a family of seven, you need a minimum of seven seats. And he was like, oh, that's so great. You have five kids. Do you want any more? And like, we should have yelled jinx afterwards because as quickly as he said it, we were both like, uh, no. Nope. Negative. No, not at all. We and I was like, "Are you kidding me? Did you hear like, me not what say is, five? What in the like, world do you have to prove? I mean, after four, after four, you win. You the game. win. <laughs> yeah, after four, you win. And so that just got me thinking um, about our journey to having five kids. Um, yeah, so we'll just start with. We both started with one child when we got married, and we've said that a couple times in the past podcast, but in case you are new and this is your first time listening, Marcus and I got married. Well, we met when each one of our kids, my daughter was one, and your little guy was two years old, and when we got married, they were four. So we each started off with one child, um, and what was it like to you, babe, in the beginning with a blended family? Um. I think in terms of um, starting off with already having, you know, one apiece, it was the best case scenario because we, I think for me, like I didn't have an issue with, I I probably preferred at the time that, you know, I dated somebody who already had a kid. Okay. But then also that they were young and, you know, provided we made it and we did up top for that. 
him. I was gonna say, amen. <laughs> <laughs> um, that they would, they would literally grow up as brother and sister, and right. they are very close, even now to this day. So, right. I think that it was the best case scenario because I was always there. Um, right. I don't. Our kids grew up not knowing really anything, any different. Yeah, like they like, don't remember not, not having each other. Me. Like me not being in Kylan's life or, or you and Steven, not being in Steven's right. life. They so, know, like, yeah, as far as they know, we've always been around. Right. Right. It's kind of funny because I think Miley actually asked um, a couple of days ago about some things. And she got really confused about family and <laughs> who is related to who because she was asking about Doug. Well, what is he to me? Is he uh, my granddad? <laughs> What is Kylan? I mean, um, Stephen's mom is. How is she related to me? And, uh, you know, that was fun. That is that, funny. But, yeah, um, yeah. I guess that would be confusing to the three that we. And then, guys, just so you know, three we had together, very right. close in age. Um, but yeah, I guess that would be confusing because we should also say that there are the other parent, like Doug, is involved, mm-hmm. um, very much so. So our kids know him and. They're like, they probably do get confused because they're like, wait a second. Like, is he my uncle? Is he my friend? Like, what's going on? Um, but yeah, we've always had, well, yeah, we've always had the two of them together for the most part. We've well, spent more time. What was it like time. for you? What was your experience with it? Um, So I think originally I was a little nervous just because I knew that I had a great relationship with my ex, but I also knew that was rare. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, am I going to even be able, like, I wanted somebody to have a child, but at the same time, I didn't want them to have a child because I knew that I didn't want any drama. And I was like, because I know my situation's rare, how likely am I to get somebody else who doesn't have drama? Um, but I think almost immediately, especially, I mean, you and I connected immediately, but mm-hmm. our kids connected immediately. Right. And they were brother and sister, like... Instantly. Instantly. And like you said, to this day, I mean, we've got almost teens and they're still very much, which is so crazy. We are just a couple months away from having a teenager and um, they are still very much, this is my brother, this is my sister, and that's how they treat each other. And even though we don't even live in the same state, they still are very close. Right. And still very much like, this is my brother, this is my sister. So for me, it like you said, it was the best of both worlds Mm -hmm. um to go from a single parent to getting married and becoming a blended family um it's actually to the point now where i forget so it's probably why miley was confused because i often forget that we're a blended family right um like we were talking about that the other day a friend of ours was talking to us and was like oh i'd love to hear more about blended families and i was like i don't know how much i could tell you because we don't operate. We don't operate blended. <laughs> so even right now to even say blended, it's weird to me because I'm like, what? We're just family. Yeah. So, you know, we started with two kids and right. then we we got married. And I think we had different. Um, I think initially we had different plans in terms of how many kids we wanted. We how did. many kids did you want going into it? Into marriage. I'll, I'll put it that, I'll state it that way. So for me, I think I wanted five because I knew that I wanted to birth four children. 
And in order for me to birth four children, I already had my Steven that would equal five kids. So I five was a good place for me. Actually, I wanted six, I think. I think I would have been really sailed. good. <laughs> I think because I like even numbers. I would have thought about that. Yeah, actually. I think because I wanted even numbers, I wanted six. Um, but I should say, too, that thank goodness that ship has sailed because you know me. I would have been begging for another baby now if I could, which is crazy to even think about. But but yeah, I think I think my number ended up being where we are. Actually, it's one short. <laughs> you? What was your number? Well, all right. So when I was younger, I wanted five kids. And this is like... So my dad had, there were eight of them. Right. And my mom, there was just three of them. Right. And with my brother, at least growing up, there was just, just me and my you. brother. Right. Now, you know, there was others down the line and that came. Um, but I knew that I wanted a bigger, I, I, I just thought it was more fun having more siblings so initially i wanted five right but i think when it came to you know time for us to get married i was like i'm good with three you were i remember that you were very much like we we were coming in with a child each let's have one together and then let's go ahead and rock out with that and i was like that's not gonna happen <laughs> i was good with three <laughs> Yeah, I wanted six. I mean, think you about three. we would we would be right now with all school age kids after this school year. I mean, this school year. That's what I said. Oh, you said I thought you said after. Sorry. Well, because kindergarten, I don't know. <laughs> First grade is school age to me, because depending on where you live, it, it's not necessarily full day. Right. Okay. Okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah, but I know that still wouldn't have worked out for me. Yeah, I know you were thinking there. about age and all that kind of stuff. And with every kid, you thinking. start you start over. The clock restarts, and I'm just I. I was okay with I that. Like that freedom until now. I was okay with that until now. So, <laughs> so when we first got married, you were at three. Mm -hmm. I was at six. So how did we get to five? How did you change your number. You started with five, and now you want six. No, no. I said I wanted. I know you said an even number. Four, but, but then I wanted an even number. Okay. So I always wanted to push for six because I wanted an even number. But five was like my ideal. But then I was like, I, five is an odd number. I wanted six. So five or six. So, okay, wait. So so we had to backtrack. So we had two. Mm -hmm. Then we had plans on one year into marriage, having another one. Okay. Then surprise, surprise, <laughs> we get pregnant seven months after we get married. So almost instantly, we go from two to three. Mm -hmm. And then from three to four. Right? Talk about it. Okay, so <clears throat> Miley was definitely the, um, the kid that we planned for. She just came a little bit earlier. Layla, we planned for, but because we had Miley so early on in our marriage, we had decided that we would wait until Miley was two before we would even start trying to have another kid. And 
happened when Miley was 15 months old, we found out that we were surprisingly <laughs> pregnant with Layla. <laughs> so Layla, instead of, what would you say, being conceived when Miley was two, she was born three weeks after Miley turned two. Right. So that was a crazy transition because we went from having two kids together who were four years old when we got married to they were five years old, five and six. They were five and six when Miley was born. And then they were seven and eight when Layla was born. Mm-hmm. So we went from two to four very quickly in our marriage. I trust your math. I'm just thinking about the age. Yeah, I still remember the age. But we went from two to four kids very, very, very quickly. It was like, I think we were only in year three, maybe. By the time we celebrated our third anniversary, we had four kids. Mm-hmm. That's so crazy to think about. Because our first anniversary, I was pregnant. Yeah, yeah. I was big time pregnant. Like, like a couple it's only months really away. been, you know... Until what? now that you haven't either been pregnant or breastfeeding. This was our very first anniversary. And of course it happened in COVID. So we couldn't really celebrate the way we wanted to. But this was our first anniversary. No, 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 no. I take that back. Our first anniversary will be this year. This September. September 2021 will be the first time that I will not be pregnant or nursing. Since we got married. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> that is insane. So yeah, so... What was that like for you? Because you had been set on three and then instantly in a blink of an eye, we went from three to four. What was that like? Um, I'll say this. I wasn't, I wasn't upset that we were having another child. It's just that I was expecting to have a boy. <laughs> oh yeah. Cause, well, we should say that too. Yeah. We had Steven and then Kylan, and then you and I together had two girls back to back. Yeah. So I, it came. I wanted to have another boy. And so the entire time we thought that Layla was going to be a boy. And, Until the night before. Yeah. I, I mean, I, it, I yeah. think that I knew, I think that I knew that she was a girl, but because I wanted a boy so badly, you were just like, I no. just chose to believe that we were having a boy. And then I think once we got the news, I went to the gun shop. But I, but you should say though, I, in the ultrasound, because I, I was for sure the way that I felt was completely different. Everything was different. The way I was carrying was different, everything. So we were pretty confident it was going to be a boy. And then the night before I had a dream and it was a little girl. And I remember, I remember that morning telling you and you were like, no. And then I remember dropping the girls off at my grandmom's house. And I remember Miley was like, I can't wait to see my little sister. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, what That's do you right. know? She did know what was going on. Yeah, she was like, I can't wait to see my little sister. I think she was saying that beforehand, though. She's, she said, I think we initially asked her what she wanted. But she said a girl. She said she wanted a girl. Yep. But she then said, on multiple other occasions that it was going to be a girl. Yep. She did. Confidently. Like no <laughs> Yeah. No I think we argued. <laughs> Even that <laughs> you were trying to convince her she was wrong. <laughs> yep. But um yeah, I think 
don't know. I think she knew. Like, I think she not just wanted. I think she knew. Oh, I believe that she knew with each one of them because, like I said, we dropped them off on the way to the ultrasound. And she was like, I can't wait to see my little sister. And I was like, what would make you say that? And then when we went into the ultrasound, of course, because at that point, that was my third pregnancy. So I was pretty confident that I could look over and be able to tell the difference between a boy and a girl. I got Mm. really good at knowing a girl. And do you remember before the tech even said it, she was like, do you want to know what it is? And I was like, it's a girl. And she was like, how do you know? I was like, I have two. <laughs> I know what I'm looking at. Yeah. And then I looked at you and you were just like a deer in headlights kind of look. And I was like, well, we left. I remember walking out and I was so excited because as much as I wanted a boy, I you already was, knew what to expect. And I was so excited about the opportunity to get to have another little girl in the house. And I looked at you and I was like, do you want to go to the gun shop? And you were like, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and then you were cool, though. It was not like a long, drawn out. like. No. So we should say that. It wasn't like you were was like, oh, quick, my gosh, I'm not having a, a boy. It was a quick grieving experience. So, I mean. <laughs> and then we were super excited and we prepared for Layla. And I think that was, for me, um, not that we were having an, an another girl, but it was the fact that we were having another baby so quickly because so much had changed. You know, I went from being in corporate America to being a stay-at-home mom and then just trying to figure out and navigate what that looked like. And I also had this premature baby who just trying to, you know, keep her safe and make sure that she had everything that she needed and navigating newness in school because when Miley was born Kylan was in kindergarten so like that was the first time I ever ever had a child in school and mm-hmm. all this stuff and it was just really crazy and then to all of a sudden like feel like I finally had a grasp on things and then like here we go again all right yeah <laughs> so when Layla was six months old what happened well, when Layla was six months old, you decided that you wanted to have another baby. I sure and did, which is crazy. That <laughs> was a no-go for me. That was a no-go for you. Yeah. When Layla was first born, I was like, I'm good. I'm done. And for a good four or five months, I felt like, okay, this is a good space. This is a good, you know, we have four. This is a really good, like, season in life i've got one in school uh two are still home at with me they're only two years apart things look really good i can handle this i can handle two and then when she turned six months old i was just like i desperately want to have another baby but i felt like something was missing i felt like there was just a piece in our puzzle that was missing i didn't feel that way <laughs> you did not you did not and i think i should go back i felt because... like we had too many pieces to the puzzle oh my goodness i know but part of it was um when we were dating when you wrote that journal for me the that you gave me when we got married mm-hmm. um so i guess when we were engaged and when we got married and in that journal you had wrote about this little boy that you wanted and how you wanted to name him marcus jr mm-hmm. and how you wanted to have a son together and all this stuff. So the fact that we were basically considering being done, but that didn't happen, it just didn't feel right. I just felt like something was missing. So when she was like six months old, I started like, hey, Marcus. It might've just been indigestion though. No, 
Nope, because I got what exactly what we needed. So mm-hmm. nope, God knew exactly what he was doing. He was putting it on my heart. Mm-hmm. You was just trying to avoid it. Sounds like heartburn to me. <laughs> you tried your best and failed. But no, it took a whole bunch of promises and But and... it only took three months to convince you. It took three months. And when Layla was nine months old, we started trying for another baby, which was also probably the craziest time of my life because shortly after we decided to start trying, I think days later. So my grandfather had passed away when we decided to start trying. Mm -hmm. And then days after we actually, you know, we're like, okay, we're going to do this. We're going to try to have another baby. Then the van went. No, my grandmother passed away first. You're talking about the van when we. Right. No, Mm -mm. that was, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it might've been the van, but that wasn't the thing that got me. I'm I'm talking about like emotion things that happened. Oh yeah. Some major things happened. So our van decided like the transmission died on our van. And then I lost my grandmother, which was absolutely devastating to me and kind of put me in a really like, probably the lowest place I've ever been emotionally. Mm-hmm. Um, and so trying to, so then that kind of fueled the like, oh my gosh, I felt this need then to have this baby as this like, not to bring joy, but then also it was really sad because I was like, this will be my only child that my grandparents will never meet. And mm-hmm. um, and then the worst case scenario happened where we did get pregnant just a couple months later, but then I ended up having a miscarriage. Right. And that was a whole process. And that was months of surgeries and all types of craziness. Um, but for me, I never, I never felt like it wasn't right to not have another baby. Hmm. Like I still felt like even going through all of that, I was like, no. I know this is crazy. I know because we never had any problems conceiving. The running joke was that you and I could look at each other and have a kid. I couldn't miss. And so, oh my gosh, seriously, (laughs) you're so ridiculous. But it's like to never have any concerns about having a child. And then all of a sudden you get hit with everything. And it wasn't even, this was like a six month time span. It wasn't even like it was a long time. Yeah from me going through the crazy emotional roller coaster that I was on and then also adding in losing a baby. So that was just, that was a year I would totally forget if I could, but I know why God brought me through that journey because, um, what was it? We were even told not to try anymore. That's how I know that Marcus is meant to be here because we were told to pause. Marcus Jr. Marcus Jr. See, you see how, God let me know. And all you had to do is just follow his plan because. Well, I was making it this, you know, I was trying to clarify because I'm Marcus. They might not I always thought. forget that, that like people may not realize who I'm talking about yeah. because we call him Deuce. And so I never, I never use his name, but, um, but yeah, so I had the miscarriage. There was a couple months of surgeries and stuff. And then our doctors were just like, Hey, take a break. Like, don't, let's take a, I think, what was it, like, nine months? It was literally, like, nine months or something. And he was like, let's just give your body nine months. You had two babies back-to-back. We're not even really, I think we were not even two years out from Layla being born at that point. Like, we were still within the two-year span of Layla. 
and he was like, let's just give, let's just take a break. Um, we'll, we'll regain or regroup in April and we'll see where we are. And God was just like, that might be your plan. (laughs) So then you went to the fertility clinic. So then we went to the fertility doctor and you did say clinic, but it was a specialist we went to just to kind of get a second opinion because it wasn't even to get a second opinion on actually getting pregnant. It was to try to figure out what was going on. Right. Was it because of like my hormones being off because, you know, I was going through a lot of grieving and all that kind of stuff. Was that playing into a factor? Was Was it just because life was, yeah. Like we were just trying to figure out what was happening. Is this even like, should we just stop? Was this, you know, should we try to continue? And the day that we went, um, she did all, you know, the background and all that kind of stuff. And she did like some blood tests and stuff. And she was like, everything looks fine to me. I don't see any reason why you can't um, try again. And she had just told us, you know, if nothing happens by next week, we'll start a plan, a game plan on how we can ensure that you guys successfully have another pregnancy. And I mean, she told us after, but what she didn't tell us in that appointment is based upon the ultrasound that she did that day, I was pregnant Mm -hmm. and had no idea. Yeah. So that was definitely God because we didn't even try (laughs) and Mm -hmm. I was pregnant Um, and she knew I was pregnant, but she needed to see what was going to happen to ensure that I was going to maintain being pregnant. So needless to say, we saw her on a Friday. By Wednesday, I was calling back like, hey, I've been feeling really off. I took a pregnancy test and I'm pregnant and we were off and running from there. So I had um, her as my doctor for the first half of my pregnancy. I had my OB as my doctor throughout the entire pregnancy. I had maternal fetal medicine. So specialty doctor throughout my entire pregnancy. We lived at doctor's offices and all that other kind of stuff. But in July of that year, so it was like a year almost to the day of my last surgery because of the miscarriage, I gave birth to our son. Marcus Jr. Yes, Mr. Marcus Jr. And that rounded out our five. Bookend boys. Yes. And I think for me, once we had Deuce, I was just like, I'm good good like <laughs> i don't ever but then also too the doctors were just like can we not do this again like can we <laughs> can we not i was thinking the same thing um because deuce's pregnancy was high risk layla's pregnancy was high risk yeah miley made their pregnancies high risk so because she was born prematurely and because i lived in the hospital six weeks before she was born and all that stuff so it just was not safe and you know you and i were both like we're really good with five kids but also, it was like, at what cost to my health are we going to continue to do this? Right. Like, right. This doesn't make any more sense anymore. Like, <laughs> I think we've, I think we've matched. I think we've taken all the trophies and everything, awards and everything like that. Like what, it, like you said in the beginning, like what are we trying to prove at this point? So, we decided. Go ahead. I well, I went ahead and, you know, got that taken care of. <laughs> you did. Thank you very much. Yes. Thank you for that. Yeah, and that is how we have five kids. So now that I've told all those stories, what is it like for you to have five children? Um, for the most part, <clears throat> it's one of the 
it's it's just like uh, I'm trying to think of something without being cliche. So that's the only reason why I'm taking my time. It's a great experience. It's a great responsibility, but it's a great experience because um, each child has their own uniqueness. They have their own flair. They have their own um, quality that makes them special. And they are spe- like each child is uniquely special right. and talented in different ways. Right. Um, and so, you know, it's it's fun. I think that life would not be nearly as fun or entertaining without each one of them. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, I love being the father of five kids. It's um, it's rewarding. Uh, it's challenging, but the challenge is really to what things are inside of me that makes it so difficult. Mm. And so um, there's a lot of soul searching and um, looking inwardly to see what things I need to do to be a better father, to be a better, uh, to, to demonstrate or show my love to them, how to be an effective, um, and, but loving and just disciplinarian, um, right. how to be uh, a good example. And that example is different. Um, I mean, it's the same impact, but it's different um, for, from the from me to the girls as it is from me to the boys. Right. Um, or even from you to each girl to you to each boy. Right. So I think that um, it is so much fun because they like each other. <laughs> they love each other. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a difference. You love each other, but not like each other. They like each other and they love each other. Yes. They get on each other's nerves at times. But, but they, they always want to be around each other. They love yeah. being around one another. My best friends. And it's so funny because Kylan and Steven are obviously the natural playmates. Right. Um. Miley is Layla's best friend and Layla is Marcus's best friend. Right. So the attachments are just so on point. Like right. they just, they, they make sense. And right. um, it's just so cool to see them interact with one another and how they all play off of one another, how they learn because of different things that they say, how they, um, they, become more uh or interested in something because the other's interested in right. it because it's important to this you know this child they want to know like steven is huge into um comics and marvel not so much dc but he'll get you know he'll watch them right. now kylan, now kylan like loves it super into marvel. The, yeah. the little kids like what we will allow them to watch right but you know like it's so cool to see them grow together and gel together and you know just the interaction right so what is it like for you um i would describe it as the perfect beautiful chaos because Mm. it is everything i wanted and it is also a lot more (laughs) a whole lot more than i expected 
Um, you know, I always try to find, like you said, the joy in, in life with having five children. Mm -hmm. Like somebody, it's funny, messaged me today. I had posted a picture of the mound of, like mound of laundry that I was folding yesterday on my Instagram. And, um, I got a DM and it was just like, that's a crazy amount of laundry. And I was like, yes, and that's just for one kid. Mm -hmm. Now, granted, it was me pulling out summer clothes, but it's still like, that was just for one kid. And they were like, how do you do it? And I replied back and I was like, I don't. Like, <laughs> there are many things that just, I'll get to you when I can. And that was something that I was not prepared for. You know, me being an organizer, me being a planner, I want everything done in an orderly time and things like that. And the one yeah. thing that I've learned with having five children is you have to be okay with things not necessarily getting done in the time frame that you want them to get done. It's not realistic and it'll stress you out. So things like laundry, um, as long as your drawers are full or your drawers have what you need, if there's dirty laundry or if it's clean, but it's in baskets and whatever, you yeah. know, um, I also had to what's the one thing i had to learn probably the most is sound is okay noise is okay i grew up even though i have an older brother older sister they're significantly older than me i have a little brother and a little sister but they're significantly younger than me mm -hmm. so i grew up really being the only child and so i grew up with just my own noise and i love to read so it was pretty silent and so um having five kids in the house can from the moment they wake up to the moment they go to bed unless it's nap time or quiet time, which we do have a set quiet time every day. Um, it's noise. But I also realized that- Perpetual, loud, chaotic, beautiful. Yeah. Noise. It's so funny though, because now they all want to sing. Every single yeah, last one of them yep. wants to sing. And so that's cool. It's especially when it's like worship, when they oh, worship, yeah. that is beautiful. That actually really touches my heart. Yeah, me too. It's not like we're we're telling them to do it. We we didn't even ask them to do nope. it. It's just like something that naturally comes from it. Even Marcus, like he'll be singing. Did you see him today with his little hands raised? I, oh I my didn't. goodness. And I he didn't. was just ah hallelujah. Yeah, I'm like, oh yeah. my gosh, you melt my heart. Yeah. Yeah, but I just think, but it's so much fun though. Mm -hmm. Like it really is. We really have our own team. It's like you get in the car with everybody and you're instantly going to have laughter and fun. And you always have somebody, like my favorite part, I think about having five kids is there's always somebody wanting to give you a hug or wanting to tell you the coolest thing that they did or wanting to give you a kiss or I love you, mommy. A like it's five, a, a yeah, bump. it's a, look what I can do. Yeah. Look, I drew this for you. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, look, look, look. It's a never ending love fest is what it is. It's yeah, they're constantly that's a really good point. So I love that because no matter even if I'm having like a, a bad day or a bad moment or something, there's mm -hmm. a kid right around the corner somewhere waiting to give me a hug or waiting to give me a kiss or waiting to tell me, Mommy, you're the best mommy ever. And it's just like, thank you so much. Like, yeah. thank you for that. So I would do it all over again. I absolutely have five, love having five kids. I know some people probably think we're crazy, but I love it. I think it's the best thing ever. So what are some of the, what are some of your favorite things about each kid? Like that makes them unique or. Okay. So I'll start with the oldest and go to youngest. Steven mm -hmm. has a recall like no other. And oh, I love that goodness. about him yeah. because 
He can remind us about anything and everything, which is great because oftentimes with having five kids, you might forget, you forget some of the fun memories or you might forget some of the funny stories or the funny jokes or whatever the case may be. But because his recall is so great, he can bring that back to your he memory. He's a national library. Yes, he is. And I love that though, Memories because it's just like, yeah, I'm like, thank you so much for that. Because where I forgot about that funny time when y'all did X, Y, and Z, now you brought it back to my attention. He'll know the day. He'll know the time. He'll tell us where we are. He'll All know of that. everything. Yeah. I mean, fun facts, music wise. And that's something that, you know, touches my heart with, with him. Yeah. He has a love for oldies and He'll know the album. He knows the names of each of the artists. He knows the birthday. He'll know how many. Like, why do you know this son? Right. I love it. But I why do it. you know this? <laughs> we have got to capitalize yeah. on that somehow. I definitely love that. Kylan, I absolutely love her. Like, so one of her love languages is physical touch. That is mm-hmm. her main love mm-hmm. language. And I love that even at 11 years old, she will just randomly come up and hug me. And that is really just like, it, first of all, it melts my heart that at 11 years old, she still wants to like cuddle up close to me or give me a hug. Um, but it also stops me in my tracks from whatever I'm doing and be purposeful in that moment. Yeah. Because I think, especially with Steven and Kylan, I realized very quickly looking at Deuce and looking at Miley and looking at Layla, how quickly time flies by and so when she does that i'm like thank you so much like thank you for just stopping me from the mundane you know doing laundry washing dishes you know answering emails blah blah blah, to just sit back and remember this moment i also love her her ability like how she just like walks around the house singing all day Mm -hmm. i love that Cause I'm not that bold and I'm like, y'all are not going to hear me sing. And she's just like, I'm going to belt it out. And I love that about her. Miley. Oh my gosh. I love, I love my little rule follower. I love it. She is (laughs) my mini mom. And I know that no matter where I am in the house, if Miley is around them, they are exactly what's going on. You will know what's going on and you know, who's doing what? You when? know that they will be safe because if they look like they are potentially thinking about something that they are not supposed to do, Miley is going to tell and <laughs> the world will be great. The funny thing is, is like how many times in a day am I like, Miley, it's okay. Mommy's the mommy. God God chose me to be the mommy. You can just be Miley. Yeah. You can just enjoy being sick. And she's just like, guys, guys, Deuce is running too close to the edge. Guys, guys. <laughs> I'm like... It's okay, mommy and daddy are literally sitting right here. Everything comes with a sense of urgency. Everything comes with a sense of urgency. But I love, I love that about Miley, but I also love how she always wants to show us something. Like, she always wants to draw a picture and show us. Mm -hmm. She's huge right now into gymnastics. And so just watching her grow and really, like, love that. It's really, really cool to say, hey, look, I flipped over the thing today. Hey, look, I did this. And it's like, oh, my gosh, that's so cool. So I love that about Miley. Layla is our firecracker, and I absolutely love it. I love that that child is so fiercely independent and that she has in her mind what she's going to do, and she's going to do it. Now, sometimes you have to redirect for sure because (laughs) she's four, Mm -hmm. and we we are strategically teaching her how to use that for God's glory. Um, 
But I love the fact that she doesn't need anybody else's approval to do what, what it is that she wants to do. You know, it's just like she has a thought in her mind and she's going to do it. Hence the, I put makeup on my face and I wear whatever I want to wear and I'm so proud of myself. And she's like bold with it too. Mm-hmm. That's why I love it. It's like, yes, this child came downstairs. Like, first of all, energetically confident. Yes, so confident. And was just like, y'all going to get this makeup beat face today because because I did this. And she was so proud of herself. And I love that because she's not trying to impress anybody. But she's been like that since the day she was born. Like, Layla came in this world like, y'all going to get this. This is who I am. And I love that fiercely, like, bold personality she has. Yeah. And then my little deuce, that is my. That is that is just my dude. Like he pats you on the back when he gives you a hug. Like he doesn't really cuddle as much as I would probably want him to do at this point because he's just like, let me down. I gotta play. Mm-hmm. But he's just growing so quickly, and I think with him because he's the baby, um, he again really makes me appreciate life and where we are. And take a moment to really just, like, capture everything that he's doing. Um, Especially this past year with COVID. It was, like, I was so thankful that we had a year where I could, like, okay, he's crawling. And now he's walking. And now he's doing this. And now he's doing that. And it was completely uninterrupted. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, there was no, like, running here, running there, doing this, doing that. So, I love that. All right. So, yeah, with Deuce, it's just... Getting to see the world through his little eyes is just so sweet. Mm-hmm. Like, what did he say today? You said, Deuce, come, come here. Yeah, come here. Come on, baby boy. And he said, coming. Like, <laughs> dude, you're not even two yet. And you're like, so like little things like that. It just makes you appreciate life so much. But Growing it also. so fast. Yeah, but it shows you how amazing God is. Yeah. That in just a short span of time, he went from literally being completely dependent upon me to feed him and to care for him. And when I say me, it's because I was the only one who could nurse him and things like that. So it's just like to now we're not even two years old and he's walking up and down the stairs. Anybody helping him with anything. Yes. I can do it myself. Even like I'm like, deuce. It's time to eat. You got to get in your high chair. And he's like, let me just climb in my high chair. Like, you don't even need to pick me up anymore. So it's, it's little things like that, that really, I just appreciate so much with him. Alternating feet. Yeah. Like he's becoming such a big boy. So, okay. I said my five. What is it like for you? Um, it's going to be hard trying to whittle down, you know, one. So I know that it was struggle for me. I'm like, I feel like I'm missing out so much. I think for Stephen, I'll agree with, you know, what you said in terms of um, just having such a great memory. He catches things. He picks up on things so quickly. And he is just, he's so good humored. Like from a little guy. He has always wanted to be funny. He's always wanted to make oh, people yeah. laugh. His jokes were corny, but they were Miley. so bad. <laughs> they were funny. And he's passed that on to some of his younger sisters. Yes. So it's like, um, that's something that I love about him. Um, Can I chime in real quick? Yeah. 
I should have said this too. I love how much he loves being the oldest. <laughs> no, but I say that because, you know, some kids are like, oh, there's so many kids. Do you know what I mean? And he's so proud of it. He is so proud to tell people that he has four siblings. Yeah. Well, and yeah. he's so proud that he is the big brother. And he takes that role seriously, very seriously. Yeah. Like, and I love that because some kids could just be like, oh yeah, my goodness, whatever. like I have little siblings, whatever, especially at their age. It's like, but I'm about my own life, whatever the case may be. And he's like, let me make sure that my siblings are good before mm. anything else. So I, yeah, I absolutely love that about him, that he takes his role very seriously. Yeah. I do like that um, he is all about family. He loves family. He loves family. Um, getting to know people and can't wait to know, you know, a new cousin that we find or right. just anything, anything family related. Um, really good at sports, loves comic books, like I said. So he helps me to relive my childhood in a lot of <laughs> yeah. ways. Um, Kylan is just, I think, a dreamer. And that's something that I can relate to as well. I spend a lot of time in my head and she does as well. Yeah. A lot of the things that are going on in her head, you can see acted out <laughs> in real time. <laughs> but she loves to sing. I love to sing. Um, and I think she does a great job as a big sister. Yes. She does a great job of stepping in, especially if she sees us struggling with the little ones. She'll step in and we don't have to ask her to do it. Right. Um, and she's natural, like Steven, she's naturally good at sports. So she's right. good, she's great at soccer. She's great at um, um, volleyball. And so, you know, she's that's great at dance. Yeah. a way for, well, yeah. I'm, I'm talking about the way that I can connect. Dance, <laughs> you can't connect and dance? <laughs> that was for a whole nother time. Nope. <laughs> not there, not there in my life now. So, um I like that, and I also like now again. She's really into comics as well, so which I love that for you too. I mm -hmm. love that. I so mean, I tried to jump in. <laughs> we've watched some of the, um, you know, the the movies in the MCU. We've watched WandaVision. We watched uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Captain Falcon. And I'm gonna call him that. Forever. Can't wait till Loki comes out, yeah. and we'll follow that, and some of the movies that come out in that time. Right. Miley, oh man, I mean, she is one that's just an, an anomaly. Um, she, I'll say this, you know, I think the doctors didn't really have the highest of hopes. Not that she wouldn't be fine, but like. They definitely they were preparing gave us for us, delays and right. everything else like that. Yeah. But she's. The opposite. Right. Like. <laughs> She's the child who also picks up on things super fast. I mean, yes. she is brighter than she ought to be. Brighter than, yeah. Yeah. Um, like how she, what she learned how to ride a bike in like I taught 20 her, minutes. No, no, no. It wasn't even 20 no. minutes. <laughs> I taught her how to ride a bike in five to 10 minutes. Yeah. She mastered riding a bike in about 20 minutes. It took you to go to Target and come back before she didn't need any assistance right or any guidance in anything right. like I wasn't I didn't even come back you you called me right you right video and I was like I just left 
how is she riding around in circles by herself? And it was the first day. So it wasn't like, you know, because sometimes you have to take kids out in stages. Yeah, you no. You take one training wheel off, then you take the other training wheel she off. She wasn't even riding with training. We never even got training wheels. Like, she just... No, no, she was. She was riding with training wheels. Oh. That was before that. So it was cold turkey. We took training wheels off. Yeah. And it was just from that. So it took five minutes for her to get going unassisted. And then 10 minutes was pretty much, you know, she can... <laughs> She um, she could ride, but turns weren't super smooth. Right. But by the end of like, fifth, it was really like 15 minutes <laughs> where she was turning corners and nothing. Like, I didn't even really have to watch her. There was no concern because she was so fluid in everything right. she was doing. And she does that with Gymnastics, everything. Gymnastics, like, I just played stuff on YouTube. She's just naturally flexible. Right. She, her body knows how to move. Um, the coordination is there. Right. Like the hula hoop your mom bought her. Yeah, like it's just she learned how to hula hoop after the first time. How yeah. quickly <laughs> she picks up on things yeah. and how she masters them yeah. with very little time. Very little time yeah. is needed for her. I think and that's something like me, if I can see it, I can do it right. for the most part. Um Yeah, me too. Or else I'm gonna figure it out very quickly how And she to has take that she has that um in her that she's determined. She definitely has a gift that is a blessing because like you said, the doctors were not giving us very good prognosis for what it was going to look like for her being born early. But she's superseded even at the hospital though. Like oh, we yeah. both knew very early on that what they were saying, we knew they had to say it um, because, you know, probably by law, they had to tell parents the well, worst case scenarios. But I just had a different vision for my daughter. And yeah. She... And you prayed that over her had yeah she i mean leaps and bounds over what i even expected so right um that plus like you said i think that there's some there's you know value there's something to be said about somebody her age that is so into following the rules right. and, she's and so it's not so much it's it's not necessarily to get people in trouble because she'll tell on herself <laughs> <laughs> she sure will she wants everybody to be safe. It, yeah, she's really she doing just, it because she wants to protect everybody. Motherly, in yes. a lot of ways, she has a very nurturing. She does um, nature. To she her. always tells me, even now, like I can't wait till I'm a mommy and I can take care of my kids that I can do. And I'm like, you're six, yeah. like. <laughs> but she so, also wants to be a doctor, which makes sense. Yeah. So Layla is just. <laughs> I don't even know how to explain her as as well. I think that you did a really good job in terms of. You know, her being a firecracker, she is <clears throat> strange because that wasn't always the case. Her first year, mm -hmm. her first 15 months, she was quiet. She was quiet as a church mouse. Yes. Like she was, she appeared timid. She appeared not, not scared, but she appeared timid. She was just very mild mannered. She yep. was quiet, didn't do a whole lot of talking or moving around not that she wasn't mobile but she just didn't there was nothing really dynamic to her no um but then you know we found we out, found out she that she needed, turn, <laughs> she needed tubes in her ear because right. she couldn't hear she had like fluid in her ears and the moment that she had those tubes in just like a thanos snap <laughs> yeah, everything sure. changed yep in that moment and she was like 
Jack Jack. Yes. <laughs> that is a that good, is a great. She's Jack Jack. She's baby Jack Jack <laughs> from the uh, Invincible Incredibles. Yes. And like. It was literally night and day. I was like, wait, what happened to my chill kid? And just like Jack Jack, he was just a little baby. <laughs> yeah. Unassuming, like like there was nothing. And all that of a sudden, thought. he got his superpowers. Oh and yeah, was and that was it. Yeah, the tubes was her, became became <laughs> her. Superpowers. That was her origin story. <laughs> she got the tubes, and her superpowers came out. Yes. It's so crazy that um. And she's been bold ever since. It's so crazy the transformation because she was the baby that you swore was going to be mild mannered. I did. And low key, and I told you that wasn't going to be the case. I didn't know it was going to be that way for that reason, but like super outgoing, super like she's she puts whatever she wants on. She puts the makeup on. But she she'll does a come good out. Job, though, too. She'll she come downstairs in a in a in a uh, a bathing suit, <laughs> and that is her outfit for the day. And there's nothing you she can tell is, her. So funny, but like she is the biggest troll I have seen. She rivals my jerk. I've <laughs> never seen a jerk that age. She knows how to push your buttons intentionally, yeah. but it's mischief. It's not like an evil thing no. to it. It's just like mischief because it's a, it's a laugh. It's, yep. She just, she, she gets thinks, joy. She just thinks it's funny. <laughs> yeah. She gets joy out of it, but it's not like she wants, because if she, once she comes to find like she might've hurt your feelings, she's genuinely so, and she'll apologize and hug you. And Miley is typically the punching bag. For <laughs> but, but she's also the kid who will randomly, like you could just walk by her and she's and like, she'll say, I love you. Love you. Mm-hmm. Love you, mommy. Love you, mommy. She says, so I funny. love you. She's probably. a double, she's a double love you person. Yeah. Cause she you go, says, I love you. You say, I love you too. She's like, I love, love you too. too. Right back. Yep. Right after. Like as soon as you say, I love you too. I love yep. you too. Yeah. <laughs> and she says, I love you 20 million times a day, mm-hmm. which I love. And she always wants a hug and a kiss. So yep. yeah, she's definitely very lovable but she is definitely the one everybody tell that's your one yes it is she's fearless though <laughs> yes where miley is fearful i think it's more so in just concern and she doesn't want people hurt but layla is fearless she has no chill she doesn't <laughs> care like pain isn't really a thing for her she yeah. has a high threshold for pain um yeah she does there's very little intimidates her or fit, like she went to the park and she bullies kids and I'm not saying that's a great thing but I just love that she does not have concern about what other people think or things that would typically intimidate right. kids her age you just say bully by not like she's mean to them no but if no, a no, kid no. is like on the slide and they're refusing to go down Layla's the kid that I'll be you're like you go down please you're in my way yeah. like so she's not going to push the kid, no, but she, she's definitely going to let you know, like, we slide because that's what we're that's what we're here to do. This thing is to go down. And if you're not going to go down, you need to find someplace else to get. <laughs> I think this sums it up. I'm not a fighter, but don't push me. Yeah, that's that's it. She won't necessarily start the fight. She'll finish. The yeah. Fight. You got to be careful when you say the word bully nowadays. Yeah. Because that's not, she's not a bully in the sense no, of mean, but no. she definitely is like, okay, we came here to do this and this is what we're going to do. If you're not Very going to do that. Very much a, a Napoleon complex. Yeah. So Marcus is, um, 
I don't know because he's, he's a little a bit difficult though. He's a because daddy's boy right now, and that's that's very true. But he's it's a little bit difficult because he's also, he's also going through a little bit of a transition now right. where he's he's um, changing. But like he is just innocent. He is so loving. He is so caring. He is so he loves to laugh. Yeah, I mean each each of our kids though, I feel are an extension are um, an exaggerated extension of the other. So each one has, they all have the same type of characteristics, but they all have like some place where they excel in that, you know, in that vein more so than than the other. But Marcus, he's just like, I think like, like Miley had for Steven and Kylan, like Layla had for Miley, Marcus gains the benefit of the maturity and the wisdom and the knowledge of their, you know, the siblings ahead of them. So he's very, he just learns quickly and he's so excited when he learns something and he wants to show you and he gets your attention and everything is like a huge production. Like when he comes, like when I come in the house, (gasps) daddy. Oh my gosh. I love that. He does that with any time he sees somebody, even when he wakes up from nap. He'll run down the hall. He'll run down the hallway. Yeah. And he greets you with the biggest hug, with the biggest smile on his face. Yeah. Like each kid, of, I think each kid did that. But like, he's the first one who does it with anybody. Well, that's with true. everybody. I got that from everybody. You got that from everybody. Yes. He's the first one who gives me the same level of excitement when. But I, I think that it's just the kid who does it now. And like, it's just so refreshing to see, you know. A little boy running up to you with your face, with your name, and just embracing you. And it's just, I don't know, it's just awesome experience. It's an awesome um, experience. Um, what else? He um, He's just funny. He's funny, too. Each one of our children are funny. And I think that that's, what, that's one of the things that makes it so fun. Like, our kids aren't, like, just serious all the time right they're funny and they want to be funny and they want you to laugh and he at his age not even two year you know not even two years old he wants you to laugh he yes, wants to he do does. something to make you laugh right and he definitely does shoot sometimes you don't even know what he's saying but it's still but it's funny because then he laughs yeah so it makes you laugh because he's laughing so you know he's trying to get you to laugh yeah but i think he well for me he is he's very cuddly he just doesn't stay there long. So, right. you know. But he'll give you a hug, but. He'll give you, well, he'll give you a hug. He'll, he'll give you a kiss. He'll give you a high five, a pound. Um, but he does, he gives really good hugs. He just yes. won't stay there too long. But um, so far, I think that that's, you know, some of the favorite things about Marcus. Um, but he's, he's still growing, you know, right. still very young. He's coming into his own personality right we're starting to get introduced to to his personality which is really cool to see yeah yeah so this was a lot of fun i love first of all i love my babies and i love talking about my babies and this was exciting to be able to just let other people know how we got to having five kids so to give you a little bit of you know behind the scenes of what the kids are like i mean we talk about them but you don't always get to know the personality or what they're like right so that was fun. That was fun. So I'm going to go straight into the nugget of knowledge. I have mine. Are you ready? 
You can go. All right. I'll figure it out. So mine is whenever you are getting married, whatever number you have in your mind in terms of how many children you have, ultimately allow God to do what it is that he needs to do. Because we had two completely different numbers, right? And then... It's funny that you said when you were younger, you wanted five kids because that's what God gave you, right? So even though you changed when you became adult, God went back to where you were when you were a kid, what was on your heart and gave you what you wanted. But for me, it's like, I wanted to have these amount of children and I'm excited that I have these amount of children. And even though I know for you, it was like, that's crazy that you want to have this amount of kids. It's such a joy to be able to have each and every, like, I feel like life wouldn't be complete without each one of them. Um, so we definitely got what God wanted us to have. He gave us the children that he needed us to have to parent for him. So definitely just be open to that. We had the exact same nugget of knowledge. I'm pretty sure. And this is the craziest thing though, because it, it, it's not even like we, we could take it from the other person because we don't talk about it. We don't write it all. down. We don't write it down. Nothing, because we want to make sure that the other person is hearing it for the very first time. But that's how you can tell the oneness between the two of us, mm -hmm. because week after week, we come up with the same nugget of knowledge. But I'll let well, you no, say this it in is, a different way. This is, I think, the one that was more spot on. I think that we've we've had very similar along the same, you know. But this one's almost identical. Lines. Yeah, I mean, it was. It really was. But what the way that I was going to word it is that, you know. Don't be married to the ideas and plans that you have, but more so allow God to, um, you know, work and to allow his plan for your life right. to um, be present. Right. Um, because like whatever you have, whatever your plan is, it might be good, but it's not what is going to be great or optimal for your life. Right. And, and that, that was a thing that I think that... Um, one of the quotes that I've, I don't know who said it or where I heard it from. I don't remember. I know it was somebody in, VO, in, in, in the church I used to go to at college. So I don't know the originator of the quote, but the, the quote says something to the effect of, you know, good is the enemy of that which is great. And so like that was my, um, my reasoning behind choosing um, God's will versus my own. Um, and so just, you know, be, be flexible, be flexible and able to accept something that doesn't look like what like is perfect in your eyes, right? because right. Kisa is beautiful and she is wonderful and she is my wife, Yay. but had I chosen, you know, my, my own way on paper, she wasn't necessarily somebody that I would have chose. And that's the we same just talked thing about that. On yeah. the other, like I would not have been the person that she would have chosen. Right, right. That I, uh, she would have chosen. Um, even the number of kids, like I was very much opposed to, but I could not imagine life without any one of my children. Right. And so, like, I would say that even though five feels a bit much at times, I couldn't imagine life without them. Right. And I don't think that it would be as fulfilling. Um, so, you know, and even the time frame, I think of, because we had set timelines of when we thought we were, we not even when we thought when we had planned on having children, 
in those timelines, each one of them flew out the window. Yeah. And God was like, that was really cute. Like, <laughs> that was really cool of you guys. Well, I to really set think that lines. that has a lot to do with, you know, God being able to take the credit for it. Because if, if anything that we planned fell in line with, or if reality, if the reality of what happened fell in line with any part of the plan that any any plan any part of the idea that we had, then we could potentially take credit for that. And it, right. it wasn't a God thing, but it was because every step of the way, it's always been this was definitely outside God. of what we had in mind. Right. So yeah, absolutely yeah. Well, that's all that we have for you this episode. Um, we would greatly appreciate if you would head on over to our Facebook group, Hughes of Love, and leave a comment about your experience raising kids, how you chose the number of kids you had, or any other interesting stories concerning your children. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you. Thank you. And, um, you know, until next time, keep on keep loving. Keep on loving.